Welcome to Loving the Snow Life, the podcast where our snow resort obsessed mums talk everything snow. You'll learn stuff including ski school, is it worth it? How to get the best travel deals, what snow gear to buy, sustainability and much more. Some mums love the Kardashians. Our mums love ski documentaries. Between them, they've skied 84 snow resorts and they've dragged us to plenty of them. We're not complaining, we love it. Over to you, mums. We are here today with Dean and Adam. Um, Adam from Points of Difference Travel and Events. And would you guys like to introduce yourself and tell us a bit more? Sure. Yep. Uh, So I'm Adam Bold. I'm the um, uh, Director of Points of Difference Travel and Events. And we're a full service travel agency uh, based in Sydney and we focus on the LGBT market, particularly doing events, tours and travel. And one of our main events that we actually produce is Gay Ski Week Australia. And I'm Dean, also known as uh, the fabulously furry Frock Hudson, which is my queerer slash drag persona. Uh, And I'm a very busy homosexual and journalist and entertainer. And and Frock is a a key component of um, of our Gay Ski Week family. Oh, a key component. I love it. We ne- always need a key component. <laughs> bring the fun. So, oh, I really do. Yeah. In terms of a gay ski week, in general, what, what's the benefit to going on a gay ski week instead of just going with your own friends wherever you want? I mean, it's that funny thing, isn't it, about how like, oh, well, why have a gay pride parade? We can have a straight parade or all these different kinds of things. I think what's really wonderful about what Adam has created with Gay Ski Week is that it really is a chance for people from all different backgrounds, genders, sexualities, anyone to come and have a ski who may not have tried before or may not have been brave enough to experience it or just want to come and connect with like-minded people. Don't you think, Adam? Yeah, it's... It's really interesting. We've we've actually had specific feedback from people, and I'm thinking of one one guy in particular from Perth who said he loves coming on Gay Ski Week because he gets to come and ski as a gay boy with other gay boys. So that sense of you know you can you can you know you're, you're with other like-minded people uh, is run you know and you feel safe and all of that sort of stuff as well. And even even for you know our women participants as well, there's that element too. But one of the key things about coming on like an organised event like ours. Um, is that we we organise everything for you. So it's we basically are giving everyone a packaged solution holiday and we do all the work. We have snow concierges, we book everything, we look after the accommodation, the entertainment, the ski hire, the lift tickets, the restaurant bookings, you know, and all the entertainment that we add. So you could you could go to the you could go to somewhere like Falls Creek by yourself. Uh, it's a very welcoming resort. You'd still be welcome there, but you wouldn't have as much fun. Without us. I I think that's so true. But I think the thing as well that a lot of people, I mean, don't think about within the LGBTIQA plus communities is the very simple fact that, you know, as a lot of, um, as the more heteronormative or straight communities, people get older and everything, they've got their families and they have their units. But within our community, that's very different. And it's also very different from price points. Like our chosen family may be a lot of different people. Some may have money, some may not. So when you look at something like, you know, a, 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 an opportunity to head to Falls Creek to be a part of Gay Ski Week, it can cost a little bit of money. So there's a lot of people that actually come along that are coming on their own. 
So yeah. we create this wonderful experience. Because, I mean, when you go with your friends, that's if you can get five friends together. But the good thing about this is we've, we've been running it and, and we have people that are just coming individually and they connect each and every year here at Go Ski Week. So it's a great opportunity for you to come and travel on your own, not necessarily just with your friends and still be a part of a good group. Mm. Well, and I, I must admit, we get feedback from people that are, are trying to organise groups of friends and they all express how difficult it is wrangling their friends. And a lot of them <laughs> they just go, we'll just send them straight to you. We'll put you all in the same accommodation. So you'll all end up you know, bedding together. Uh, but actually, it, does, it does take the pressure off. Yeah, we talk a lot about that, don't we, Tanil, about how hard it is when you, if you're a skier or you are a beginner or an intermediate or however good you are, to actually get a group of friends to go skiing is that, and, and that's why I like that mm. appeal of, well, you can go and if your friends don't want to ski, then you, there's other people who you can go for a ski with, which is part of the appeal, isn't it? There's also this huge, I can't stress the huge benefit to just having Adam do all that work. Like, I know it can be a nightmare for Adam, but I'm one of those people as well that I look at everything and I'm like, do I need this? Do I need that? I don't know. I like to ask a million questions, which is, is I need to do that. I need to, what is this? Should I get that instead of that? What is the right thing I should do? And sometimes when you're trying to figure it all out, it can be overwhelming. So I love that I just let Adam do all that for me. Yeah, you, and I thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, do you do you cap the amount of go people that go with you guys on your ski week, or it's just kind of you wanted to get? We, it we haven't had that problem yet. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, obviously there are some limits in some of the venues, and this is you know one of the interesting challenges of COVID is you know us learning what safe space sizes we can work in and that sort of thing, and and obviously that's a moving target at the moment. Yeah, um, but. You know, I mean, we had 50 people with us on snow last year. Um, we had 300 pre-registrations for this year's event. Um, and some of those people were, you know, representing a group of 10 people. So, it, you know, we could have, you know, we, we, if, if the event had gone ahead this year, if we were able to run it, um, we would have potentially had our biggest event. Putting three or 400 people into one venue at Falls Creek is actually quite a challenge. Mm. Um, and I, so I haven't had to deal with that yet. But, you know, two or 300 people we can manage. It's, but it will mean, you know, that things will happen in different venues. But we've got, we have larger venues. There's QT Resort there and we've got a host lodge. So we've got our own spaces, which is really exciting that we can do stuff in. Um, but, you know, it's, the, the beauty is too is that even if, like, you couldn't get into one particular event, there's lots of things happening during the day. We have breakfast, you know, there's group skiing, there's stuff happening all, all around. Yeah. Um, and so That's one know, of the beautiful things about Falls Creek, isn't it? Like, it is a really wonderful area. A lot of people come, but they don't necessarily want to do everything that's on our list all of the time. So they might want to go to a nice space for dinner that's not where the entire group is going to have a degustation. We even run some events at the same time. So we, remember, Adam, last year you did the degustation dinner with people and I took a group of people on a, on a drag pub crawl and we all just put, well, I was dressed up, but everyone else was just in, in wigs and we jumped around to the, the bars in Falls Creek and, and, and things like that. So the good thing about, we, we create enough entertainment for everyone to pick and choose what they want to be a part of, whether big groups or small, and everyone can kind of dip in to what they, what they want to, but everyone really does dip into most of it. But the more that grows, and we were kind of excited this year, I mean, I know, the year of 2020, coronavirus, the craziness of it all. But to be able to plan more and to be able to give people those options is really exciting. And it sounds like, would you say it's like a, a week 
uh, a gay week with a side of skiing, would you say? Like, <laughs> oh, skiing, it's, 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 <laughs> like skiing is one of the activities on offer? Well, skiing is the main. This is the main one. Okay. It's that funny thing about messaging, isn't it? Because skiing is the main thing. Everyone comes to ski. I mean, there there are some people who come with their partners and aren't great skiers, but skiing is what everyone's there for. We provide the queerness all around the rest of the mountain. So we bring the colour, we bring the rainbow. But the skiing is is the main main focus, and we provide everything else around it to create the fun, so everyone can just enjoy themselves and then get up and keep on skiing. Because that's and, and, part of the appeal of a, a ski week we often talk about is that if you go somewhere like Threadbow, people say, oh, I don't ski, I'm not going to Threadbow. But you could be there for a week and you could do yoga and swim and go and have lunch and everything. So that's the thing about skiing is that is kind of what Tanil and I try and get the message across is it's not just the skiing. That's the beauty no. of the sport no. as well. And look, and we're... I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're very sensitive to the fact that, like, we're on snow. So it's ski out your front door, yeah. sit in your hot tub, watch people ski past, that sort of stuff. So skiing is very important. And we've structured the event so that, um, you know, you're not getting on a bus at seven in the morning to spend an hour and a half in yeah. the snowfield. Um, so, you know, breakfast is at a reasonable hour. You can still get out and do first tracks. But we also understand that people are there to ski. And there are people that come and they will ski for nine days. Yeah. Right. And they'll be out every day. So, but we also then understand that they're the ones that are going to be tired at the end of the day. And so I'm not going to kick on until, you know, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And they'll have dinner and then go off and do, you know, have an early night. But there are others that will come and ski for three or four days, have the day off, go and do the spa, you know, the hot tubs and that sort of thing. And then, you know, they'll be the ones that will go and party on at the nights and that sort of thing. So it is, it is quite mixed as far as, you know, what's going on. Yeah, that sounds like a really good mixed um, ski holiday, doesn't it, Tania? Like, I want to come. I like the ultimate is you know, you know, every everything. You know, we talk about. Well, we, you know, you know what's awesome? Yeah. It's organised by someone being Adam who doesn't ski. So Adam actually brings. I mean, I was, I, I think Adam was trying to keep that a little secret, but it's that thing where he puts just as much much effort into making sure you have a good skiing experience to making sure you also there's good experiences on the other side. So, because that's, that's how he works. Yeah, I can't control the snow, so, you know. <laughs> but I can, I can pretty much deal with everything else. That's, yeah. No one can ever control the snow. So if there's fun off the snow and there's everything, other activities, then you're always going to have a great week, aren't you? Exactly. So, so, so how did you get this started? Did you attend a Gay Ski Week overseas, Adam, or um, Brock? Or what, what uh, made you want to yeah. Absolutely. I was actually um, given the opportunity to manage Gay Ski Week New Zealand uh, in, uh, it's either 2004, 2007, I can't remember now. Um, And I I went and ran that event, which is in Queenstown, um, which is a fantastic town, like it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, And I came back from that and went, oh, well, if, if, you know, the guy that ran it, I thought, well, if he can do it over there, why can't we do this in Australia? Um, and there, there, there was, there, there are, there was a, a longer running gay ski week that was down at Mount Fuller. Um, that was basically the Melbourne crowd were going there, but that that wound up some years ago. And there's a community group that goes to Perisher, but that tends to be older gay males that go to that. And so when we looked around, we thought, well, you know, we we think there's an opportunity here to actually build an inclusive event um, mm-hmm. that's that's national, uh, and and we are Australia's only national pride event now. So, you know, it's 
whilst we're based in Falls Creek, we don't align ourselves with any particular city. You know, we do see ourselves as an Australian and we offer in a uniquely Australian skiing experience, which you just don't get anywhere else. Uh, but it was, it was from that initial event opportunity um, where I just went, this is great. And it's like, the thing is too, it's such a fun event. Like it, it, even for a non-skier, um, there's plenty to come along and do. And invariably, you know, people get a chance to try something new um, and it's really easy for them to get out and actually try that. Yeah. And I, I actually started as an, an attendee. That's how I started being a part of it, actually going along and wanting to help uh, elevate it, be a part of it more. I mean, I was working in photography and journalism, so wanted to do more to make sure I could let people know about it because I had such a wonderful experience and met such great people. And and as we kept on going, Adam's like, oh, you also perform, so why don't... And over the years, like I think it's been six or seven years now, um, mm, that mm. I've, and every every year it's like, what can we do more? How can we uh, work together to create some more fantastic experiences for people? So my love of this event, which I think is amazing and fantastic, came from attending it. I love it. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's always good to make things better, isn't it? So <laughs> were you a um, an absolute beginner skier when you went along? Did you go, like, what's your clientele? Is it the majority of beginners or is it? Sorry. It's a massive oh. mix. It's a massive mix. I hadn't, I hadn't skied in years. Um, and, you know, when I'm doing drag as well, like you, you don't want to focus on, on having a really sore back when you've got, got to then get into the outfits and everything, a bit <laughs> of craziness. But, I, but what is also great about it is because we do get a lot of people asking every year, don't we, Adam, about like, well, I'm not really good and what about this? And, and you find it's that funny thing of when you look at the groups, there's some people who have never seen, some people that are okay, and then there are the hardcore experts. But what I always love is everyone at some point, nearly everyone that comes, no matter their skill levels, the people who are great skiers or hardcore experts will try to get them to come along with them because it's everyone gets to do their own skis during the day yeah. and do whatever they want. And because this great little uh, community of people comes together as a part of Gay Ski Week Australia, it, it means they all have a good time. And everyone always gives a black run a go or and everyone just kind of goes, give it a try and come and be a part of it. So it's a great way for people to connect and and... I think it's a brilliant way for people to try to ski a run that they would probably never do if they weren't with this kind of a group. They'd be too scared, but everyone's like, come on, let's give it a go. Let's do it. And, yeah. and it, it, it makes such a great energy. Well, definitely. Well, you kind of, you got the sport of skiing behind you. How can you not have great energy when we're all skiing? Exactly. Or snowboarding or whatever they choose to do, snowshoe. <laughs> um, so, so I love a snowshoe. I'm, a, I'm, I've done snowshoe tours and I think they're fantastic. Yes, I, I don't mind a snowshoe. <laughs> I don't like it when it's knee-deep snowshoe. I'd rather... No. <laughs> we kind of, uh, like, Tenille, we usually, corona aside, but Tenille lives part of the year in, um, in Canada. And so they have, in Sun Peaks, and they've got a massive... Um, Pride Week there, don't they, Tenille? Yeah, wow. actually. It was really... It was my first ever Pride Week this this um, year, I mean, wow, yeah, and it, I was so excited to see how the community came together in Canada. Actually, all the all the all the villages came alive. They all had their own specials for all you know for Gay Week. So come in here and you get a biscuit. Mm. And everyone was really supportive and really inclusive. And it just added this dynamic vibe to the village in and they held it in March. So you're kind of at the end of your ski season as well so everyone all the yeah. down and then this comes to town and it's like oh my gosh that's amazing and it was yeah it's just well, a real vibe yeah that's like us being in september here it's yeah. effectively the same and that's certainly whilst we're a commercial event 
Um, one of the things we're working with much more, we're working with the resort much more closely this year, and we're actually having a Pride Day on our final full day, which is the final Saturday. Um, and that's a chance for us to get activation across the resort with the different businesses. And the businesses there are fantastic. They really want to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, but we also want to get, you know, like we, we want to do things this year, like, or next year, like drag up your venues and get the venues to actually, you know, crock up. Um, yeah. And they do get behind it. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, I was there. after the first year, like, and they were like trying to figure out what this all was. When we when we came back to Falls for the second year, we were kind of overwhelmed on the first night because the the I can't remember what the name of the space was, but they really got behind oh, it. Oh, Frank yeah, and, and, and did up the place and, and it made a great experience for everyone because what we're doing, like, and I'm running around in drag for nearly the entire um, of Ghost Gear Week. Oh my God, it's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> like I've really got, and, and you've either got outfits where the wind just goes straight up your jacksie, or you've got <laughs> outfits that are not uh, right to walk in anyway when you're in snow boots. So you're just doing the best you can. I've got to get more jumpsuits. But <laughs> yeah. I have to get onto it. But it was really wonderful because we're doing our events within the spaces, but we're not taking over the space. So yeah. we have this fabulous queer yeah. corner, but everyone's <laughs> able to come and be a part of it. Yeah, everyone's I, able to come and join us. And I and yeah. I think that is such amazing. And and in the village vibe, my first ever one, I was like, pick me, I want to come over, I want to come for a ski, I want to go. And they did this massive parade at the end, and it was just so beautiful and just amazing. And I thought, what a community to be a part of. It just brought the massive vibe and lots of fun and skiing, like two things yeah. up. Yeah, and that's the awesome thing. Like, I love being, and I'm dragged up all the time, going right to the top of the mountain, sitting on the uh, on everything I can, and I'm in drag, and everyone's just loving it. And oh, that he means a chairlift. Oh, chairlift. Sorry, what was I saying? Yeah, but this is the this is the um, this is what I love about like skiing and the snow areas and everything. It really is this broader community, and everyone's just you know going out and having a ski and having a good time. And I think what's wonderful is whether it's the drag or the rainbow or having a flag or just having a queer group is it just opens up that group even more and everyone just socialises more and connects on the snow. Yeah. I'd say it's it was, so massive uh, in North America, doesn't it? Like the one in, um, where's the massive one? Aspen. Oh, and, Aspen and Whistler are your two big ones. But then and, you've got um, Mammoth as well, which I think is Elevation, which we talked about um, before. Yeah. Um, so there's, of course, the US is a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but and then with Jasper, I'm just looking at my list here. Jasper, um, in France, we've got Teens and Le, Le, Les Arts. Excuse my French accent. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's where it gets confusing because there are multiple gay ski weeks in Europe yeah. and, and, in a sense, in the US as well. And it, like there's Euro Pride, there's Gay Ski Week Europe. Um, which is, I think, but one of those. But I actually, and some of them move around as well, so it actually gets a little bit confusing because they will well, yeah, move from got, resort to resort. Yeah, I'm looking at Ra Razor in Switzerland. Uh, yeah, Hakuba. Um, oh yes, Hakuba in Japan. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a relatively new one. I think uh -huh. they've done about two or three. We we'd like to go to that one because it's in March. Yeah. Um, and actually take a group there. Yeah. Because um, I went to Japan last year, and I'm very keen to go back and because they. They have great powder. <laughs> yes. The best. And they, and they, oh, how would you like, know? <laughs> you have to get on <laughs> I, 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 I'm widely read. Um, <laughs> but it's, it, it's important to know depth. Um, <laughs> you know, you know do, you, do you know that in Australia, we actually have more snowfall than Switzerland? So, you know, we actually, we get more falling down on the ground. It just melts. It just melts really fast or rains. 
No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I love, I love but that. You could essentially, it's like anything, you could have your thing being Gay Ski Week and just go to the Australian one, the New Zealand ones, the the US ones, once we open up and everything. It's it's a bit of a thing. Yeah, that's, isn't it? it's yeah. actually, a, that was a plan for the business. Um, the, the, the previous name uh, before we rebranded was actually the Frosty Fruit Ski Trip. Um, which I actually would still like to use the name and actually take people to the overseas, you know, the Frosty Fruits goes to Aspen or the Frosty Fruits goes oh to Whistler. I think that would that. be fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Frosty Fruits. Because, again, you know, going to these things um, by yourself can be a little bit daunting, particularly going to, you know, new places. And if you're there with a the group and someone's, yeah. you know, it's organised most of the stuff for you, it just makes your whole holiday experience much more pleasurable. Yeah, mm. it really does. Yeah, and you can like like you said before, you do tickets, you do accommodation, you do all every all of that, which is such mm. key because people are busy. You know, they are yeah. busy. absolutely. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's daunting, especially if you are that beginner, or even if you aren't a beginner, you're the intermediate. And you're like, oh, do I want to go over to Huckabar? Is that going to be like a good choice? Yeah. For me? At least you you can go over there and have a good conversation about it and let people know it's safe. It's good because, I mean, is that a concern for Gay Ski Week, the safety, going to some American towns, going to some European towns? Is that, or is that... Yeah, open? look, I mean, I, I, it, it's a consideration for any gay person. There's always a consideration about, am I going somewhere where I'd feel safe and welcome? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the reality is, is that in any environment, you know, there can always be an element of people that will not make you feel welcome for whatever reason. So by actually being there with your own group, you're sort of short-circuiting that. Yeah, um, so and it would, it would seem that the the resort that hosts the Gay Ski Week have put their hand up voluntarily and said, yeah. "We love this, bring it on," and yeah. and the pink dollar. I mean, there's lots of money in the pink dollar, right? Oh, look! If only there was more. But uh, <laughs> everyone keeps saying that, but I haven't seen any lately. Oh. But it's that it's that thing. I mean, you're right. Like for all queer people, no matter how you identify, there can be a lot of trepidation with where you're going or what's going on. You know, we do have to look at parts of the world and go. You know, certain. Do we have to delete certain apps from our phone just in case they get searched by security? Do, is there a space that we can even go? Do we have to be aware of the laws here? That can be massive and massively stressful and concerns, which is why groups like this is important. But you're right. Like the, the, the ski places and everything and the mountains, they're putting up their hand to say, come and be a part of this. We want you here. So it's about that relationship between like Adam and the relationships he builds with the mountains to be able to create a great space for everyone to be a part of. And it's the whole, like, you know, the community, like Tanil was saying about Sun Peaks and, and even Falls Creek, the whole community, if they put their hand up and that, you know, it's it's money in the economy, it's yeah. local businesses, it's it's beneficial for everyone. So the ones put their hands up. They're and up it's not up. just tokenistic. Like, they really get into it. They really want you to be a part of skiing with them. That's mm -hmm. just something that's wonderful about about skiing and the communities and the businesses that are there. It's it's not just about that quick buck. Come and be a part of it. You know, they've got a limited time of what they can do and how, but they create a wonderful experience for us all to be a part of. Yeah. And, and the beauty is too, is that you you will get a different experience at every ski week. Like every ski week is, is different. Yeah. Um, Queenstown's in a village that then you travel to the snow. We're on snow. Um, you know, the, the US events are going to be different from the European events. Um, so you know, we actually had a guy, we had two guys actually last year um, that came out from um, the US, from West Hollywood, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, and they actually called me 
um, and I actually spoke to him. One of them is actually a travel agent. Um, and we had a conversation about our event in New Zealand because he had to make a decision which one he went to. And I, I just laid it all out and said, you know, this is, we're a smaller event compared to New Zealand. They're much more party focused. It's a fantastic town. Um, and I was like, but we're on snow and, you know, you've got a much more, you know, more intimate experience. And he ended up coming with us, um, which we were very grateful for. And, and, you know, they'll be coming back. But that's the beauty is that you do get different experiences. And so depending on what you're looking for, there are, you know, there are different things. And obviously, you know, travelling to, you know, elsewhere would be a challenge for a while. But, you know, New Zealand yeah. is there. Um, not that yeah, we have, well, we have people that have come to us and then have gone to New Zealand afterwards because it's, it's not just about, you know, the gay pride. It's about the skiing. So everyone goes yeah. to the different experiences. And we, we now follow on from New Zealand. So we actually, we overlap by one weekend, but yeah. people can actually come and do both. That's yeah. very cool. That, that's a goal, really, for a lot yeah. of people. What, what's your average age that you get? Um, oh, God, I did know this. Um, we're <laughs> probably between 35, 40. Yeah. Um, it, it tends to be a slightly older crowd, but we do, like, you know, we've had 19-year-olds. That's the hard thing, immaturity. Years, you know? Like, we do have a lot, we do have a, a chunk of people who are younger and in their 20s, and, and but, yeah, it's the majority is, is the older crowd. But, but I think we're... We've got 65-year-olds, so that's why the average gets pushed up, because we've actually yeah. got older people, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a cheap sport though either. So you've got no. to have a little bit of money to behind you before to do to, to, to this kind of week, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but on. you do get discount tickets with us. <laughs> oh, love it, love it. That's, I mean, that's, that's actually one advantage we have with the relationship with the resort. And this is very much about them supporting us that we get about a 20% discount um, on, the, the, on the equipment rental and lift tickets yeah. um, that they offer to us and that they don't offer generally. So there is some other benefits there. And we, you know, we try to make it as accessible as we can. And that's why we have different accommodation. Like you can stay, you know, Motel 3 style um, up, which is, you know, that could be $50 a night. Okay. Uh, You know, breakfast is extra, but we include that in our other, elsewhere in the package. But then you've got five-star rooms at Falls Creek that are, you know, $400 a night, which is just beautiful. So you can you can have a complete range. So, again, it's open to everyone. It doesn't limit. Like you've got, you've yeah. got options for price point, age, area. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's I mean, it's we're very family-friendly as well. Whilst we're not in school holidays, um, we do have room. You know, we've got family rooms, so you can put, you know, two parents and two kids in a room really easily. Yeah. That, that's there. We actually have a host lodge um this year the, for, for next year's event um where we've actually got all like it's all of ours so we've got all the rooms That's in there great. plus yeah you know the bar the lounge the restaurant um the swimming pool the hot tub and the outdoor deck um i love it where Frank will be doing it's yeah bring on the fun but it is that thing as well yeah you get your yeah, parents coming single people older younger and because the focus is you know queer people being able to come together you do get that range of kind of everybody and 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 from all over the place whether it's different countries different parts of australia and different skiing abilities so and how do you get to how do you get to falls creek from yeah, it's, it's right, actually really you... easy yeah out of um out of um melbourne it's, it's a direct coach uh, straight to the snow it's about a five-hour drive from sydney you can actually fly to albury and indeed you can fly from melbourne as well but get to Albury Airport and then it's a co- an hour and a half coach from there. And you can drive from Sydney as well because it's, you know, freeway all the way down. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really accessible. And to be honest, flying from Sydney is quicker than driving from Melbourne. So, yeah. you know, it's, and it means that anyone around Australia, you just get to either of those two cities 
um, and you can get up, you can get to the resort really easily. And do the you bus trip is actually a great way to get to know everybody. So we get on the bus and we don't know, by the time we actually get to Falls Creek, we all know each other and know about each other. It's great. Yeah, that's a good thing about a coach trip, isn't it? And would you say it's a bit more, it sounds like Falls Creek's a bit more like um, Threadbow in, in the layout, uh, so like nightlife and everything? Or Yeah, look, it's a little bit, I mean, um, it's close to, we actually did our first year at Threadbow. So I have, I, I do know the resort, um, you know, Threadbow, Falls Creek's a bit more stacked up. The, the village is sort of stacked up on top of itself. Uh, Threadbow's a little bit more spread out. It doesn't quite have the village height um, comparatively. Um, I mean, there's 5,000 beds at Falls Creek. And I mean, I describe it as an Alpine Australian, like it's very much like an Alpine village in Europe, but it's Australian, so there's gum trees. Yeah. Um, so there, there's that sense that's there. Threadbow's probably the closest, I would say, in Australia to it. Um, and, but Threadbow is lower as far as the village height goes. So you can actually be, like there can be no snow in the village, yeah. but there's snow up top. At Falls, there's snow in the village. Um, so it's all across snow, which is great. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so when a lot of the pictures I see relating to Gay Ski Weeks are a lot of men. Is the women Really? <laughs> With their shirts off. Is the women, are the women coming? Are they starting to come on in and get, like, because it seems to be very male, like in a lot of everything that I look at on the internet and that I saw. Yeah. Is the women, are the, is the women increasing in Gay Ski Weeks or it's just not their thing at the moment or they're, it's not like. Look, it's, I mean, when we, as I, as I mentioned earlier, when we started this event, we called it the Frosty Fruit Ski Trip because we specifically wanted to be non-gender focused. Yeah. Um, we we rebranded a few years ago because what we found is that when we'd say we're going on the Frosty Fruit Ski Trip, people would say, what's that? And we'd say, yeah. it's Gay Ski Week Australia. And they'd go, oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's, it, it's very much, whilst gay is a really easy marketing term to ha hang a handle on, yeah. um, the event is much more inclusive and it, it is an LGBT, you know, plus yes. event. Um, but we are, I mean, and that's the beauty with what we do. We try not to be particular in our marketing as far as, and I'm actually working on stuff at the moment, which is involving different looks and different people um, of all the different types of people we have coming. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, women is, is something we did want to focus on. And we actually, we're we are introducing a women's program within the event. Okay. Um, that actually focuses on uh, three three days on the snow. So um, Falls Creek already run a women's program there, which is um, called the Mims Program, named after a lovely lady who unfortunately was lost um, oh, in the. Um, it was yeah in the, in the in the in that that incident. Um, yeah. So they've been running that for a few years, and we're taking that and um, using that within our event, but also adding a few other things to it. So and that's where women can come together, ski as a group with female instructors, um, have, um, you know, lunch together, get video analysis, um, you know, the, the, the high level tuition, touch point tuition that actually means that you upskill quickly, which yeah. helps with your confidence. And then there's the evening events for the women as well. And we've got female hosts that actually will come along and actually host them. And in fact, one of our DJs, Kate Monroe, who's actually from Colorado originally, Australia's first lady of house from a um, music point of view. Um, she, she, she's our snow concierge. She and she sends yeah. one of our women's hosts on the snow. Um, and so she, she, she's there to help. And we've got non-skier women coming as well yeah. um, to actually look after things as well. So it's, 
it's something we were we really excited be. we were really yeah. excited this year about about the women's program and creating the specific focus because yeah it's, it's where a lot of the questions come from and even for a lot of trans women as well yeah. just knowing that there's that that extra, you know specific focus and attention to detail for them um and and the fact that yeah you're right everything always looks like look there's a topless man look there's a young person look there's this so it is everything is always focused towards the men the men the men and when when you're doing stuff like this it's it, it honestly we were so excited to be doing it the interest was fantastic bloody coronavirus wow. um but we're so excited for 2021 uh, to put that extra focus and work into it so we can create more programs that and it gives them their separate the separate space so that they can be elevated the way they should be and then we all come back together I think that's really important because I've certainly, so I've got young kids. And so when I've gone somewhere and I want to ski, I'm looking to ski with women and, and I kind of know what's out there and, and what price points and everything, but there's certainly room to grow in the women's ski travel industry. Yeah. Um, that that just is because it, you know there's a lot more like for the older generation the women didn't always ski but for our generation and younger there's just so many more female skiing now and yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because we have a number of older women that come and ski with us yeah um, that have been coming for quite a few years um, and one of them has a younger partner as well so we, we actually see the older demographic as well but we had a, a lovely girl that joined us last year for the first time who was early 20s um, uh, from Melbourne, who actually who actually came with a gay boy, and I actually thought they were a straight couple to start with, which confused me. You've got the wrong week. It was, well, that was... <laughs> no, well, we, we also... Oh, sorry. We, we, Sorry, well, that no. was the funny thing as well. We also, because it's open for everyone to come and be a part of, uh, we, we did another event as well where we had a straight couple come along and everyone was confused because they were like, are they bi? We're not sure what's going on. And they <laughs> just wanted to come and be a part of the group. I get it. I want to do it and I'm straight. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> fun. Yeah, yeah. We are lots of fun. This is the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's just a beautiful concept that is growing momentum because... Skiing for me is the include so it's just my be all, it's my happy place, it's my absolute yeah. happy place to see everyone come along and be inclusive. And you, you have this beautiful week where you get to celebrate your, yourselves, and you're at the mountains that makes me so happy. <laughs> and also, oh. for Neil and I, part of this podcast is really we know all the things that are out there, and we come across all the you know, we come across a mum down the schoolyard or whatever and they just don't know and they just think oh no skiing it's cold it's i wouldn't know where to go or whatever but there's so much to it there's so many aspects there's so this is fantastic yeah. i keep saying to my family i want them all to come i want them to bring the kids because it is so much fun it is so awesome and it's so great to come and be a part of and great to ski together it's just i mean i love what we do as well the extra stuff the flair the shows the a movie night or whatever but honestly like the skiing and coming together as a group is just awesome yeah sounds it's, like it's, sorry it's very funny because when we're talking to gay boys or you know gay, gay other gay people invariably when we're talking price with them they say oh but i could go to bali for that price and it's just like yeah. you absolutely could but this and this is what they don't understand that like it's a completely different experience and yeah I mean, I love the snow. I love even whilst I have been out on skis a couple of times, I will admit. Um, but I love being in the alpine environment. I love being on the snow. I just, I love, I love the fact that we can have a fire. 
you know, you, you know, you've got all that lovely stuff that goes with it. There's good food, there's good wine, there's mulled wine. Um, but just that environment is pristine, it's quiet, you know, the air's great, you're out there in nature as well, and you're getting all that fitness you know, aspects as well. And it's very good altitude training for those of us that, you know, you know, at the gym and that sort of thing too. So there's all those benefits. <laughs> so true, so true. It is one, I think everyone should definitely add it to their week. Well, tell us what week you are. When are, when are you doing this next year? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so the 12th um, Gay Ski Week Australia is kicking off on Friday the 3rd of September. Yep. 2021 and it runs until sunday the 12th so we've structured it over two weekends yep. so you can actually come for the opening weekend or the closing weekend um, or both. five night package or both yeah there's a five night package that kicks off on the on the tuesday and runs through the closing weekend or you can do the full nine nights and with the lift ticket pricing that full um it was the epic pass if you buy an Epic Pass or bought an Epic Pass, you, it was actually cheaper to buy that than it was to actually get an eight-day ski ticket. So, you know, there was there's value there. If this is your only skiing holiday, um, it's actually you can actually get a lot of value in there. Well, the Epic Pass, if you're talking about the Epic Pass, it takes um, I think it's five days to 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 pay off. Yes, right? yeah. So we've both got Epic Passes for um, yeah. years, so yeah, it's it's such incredible value. Where do they find more information about you guys? What's your website? We'll have it on our website as well. We'll put it on our Facebook page and everything to attach it to this. But yep. it's they can just go to pointsofdifference.com forward slash ski. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Try to make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do. Is it so um we'll we'll kind of wrap up now. So we do a uh, little wrap-up question that we do. Is there any um what well, I don't know how we're gonna answer this, Adam, but it's always what's your favorite place to ski in the world so, uh, ski resort ski resort you can go for it oh look well yeah look um i do love hotham um where, where we were we'd, we'd run the event for many years because it's it's a village that's at the top of the mountain yeah. and that is such a beautiful like waking up there and the sun comes over the mountain and it just it just lays out in front of you but i i i do have to say the falls creek village won my heart like it's just such a welcoming place you know it's it's got a variety of runs as well so you can the nice thing about it is you can have a and it's inter, we get couples that are once the beginner once the advanced yeah um that what and the nice thing at falls creek is you can actually start together one goes down the green one one goes down a blue run but then you meet at the end and, and you're actually back together so you can travel back up the chair oh, well, so that's, that's yeah falls works falls ticks the list for me in so many different ways um so i'd, I'd definitely say falls creek what about you, Frock? I would actually say the exact same thing. I was going to say it as well. Like there is, so, there is something so beautiful about Hotham and skiing. Hotham is fantastic, but for me, there's you know, like I mean, not that skiing's the same everywhere because it is different. The the views, the actual skiing, the runs, it's all fantastic. But that sense of just joy and community and fun that you find at call at falls in the village, it's just it's wonderful. Yeah, I, I love it. I've never skied any Victorian ski resorts. Mate. That was my goal, 2020. Yeah. Bloody Corona. Uh -huh. so well, we'll see you next year then, is what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I've got it locked up. I've written the date down. <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. But, right. yeah, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, it's just amazing. With all your experience that you, you have mustered up over your years from New Zealand and from everywhere else you've gone and being in the travel industry, I would put my money with you to go on this week. <laughs> Definitely. And and I just want to see Frock walking in high heels in the snow with a like a full 
Oh my book. god! With, I, I just want to see it. I'm coming for that. I just it's chaos. It's chaos. It's chaos. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's <been> terrible. <laughs> Have you got bling on your ski boots? Like, are they all? No, I, I always just go. I've got to get my own so that I can absolutely. But then there's a the thing, you know, you bling yourself up like crazy, and then you've got to think about practicality as well. But not that much. Like, I think I, <laughs> I, I feel I always feel bad a little bit because obviously we come up on on the bus from Melbourne, and I arrive with like four times more than everyone else because I've got the wigs and I want options. I've got all the wigs. I've got the outfits. I've got stuff for me as a boy, stuff for me in drag. Uh, I I took a bingo wheel last night, like a big bingo (laughs) cage and everything. So all the options come with me and and it's kind of like everyone else has a bag or two and I've got 25. And you've got 25 and a bingo wheel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't got bingo arms. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll... Put it all on our website. Thanks for taking the time today. Yeah. To us, guys. Thank you. Thanks we'll a lot. catch you later. Good luck. Thank Bye. you. Ciao. We'll speak to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and Tennille. If you've learned a handy tip or two, then happy days. To catch all our episodes, Subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www.lovingthesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the Snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.